Who's Princess Leia? Harry. Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Is Carrie Fisher and Goldie Hawn not related at all? <laughs> they're the same vibe. Wait, they're the same vibe in that they What's are... What's Carrie Fisher's mom's name? Debbie Reynolds. Okay, well... <laughs> Debbie Reynolds and Goldie Hawn, not the same person. But, but I'm both... looking up Goldie Hawn. All right, we're looking I, up Goldie Hawn. I gotta see if I'm Goldie Wait, don't... Hawn. No, don't Google her in this house. Watch. Okay. I, I, oh, okay. She makes me nervous. Home. Okay, I'll wait till I get home. I get it. I get that. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. <laughs> Like, what do boys eat? <laughs> Wait, I've most stressed out two times in the podcast. Every time. They're all 31 times. It's when I say hi to you the first time. Okay. And when we bring the guest in and we say, welcome so-and-so. And then I say, hi. And I just feel like it always sounds kind of like bitchy or bishy or I, like. I don't think so. I have major social anxiety about how to address the person. The I think you've time. always sounded good personally. But Okay, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, which is stress about it and know that it will turn out better. Yeah, that's okay that. though. Okay, well, do you have any boys clubs from this week? You go first. Really? I'm, I'm Okay, I'm trying to remember what I was going to No, I say. can go. I have two. No, actually, I'm going to do mine first because mine's objectively going to be worse than yours because I just was irritated on the train and that's what made me think of it. Um, It's people... You took the train here? The subway. Go on. No, no, I biked here. Oh, yeah. Not that that's relevant, but <laughs> I was relevant. on the train going home from work. And you know when you're on the train and there's just, like, one person who is just so loud. Like, so loud that everybody's like, what are you... Like, having a conversation, not being, like, necessarily, like, making a scene or anything, but just, like, loud in conversation. And to the point where yeah. everybody's looking over there. And it, I don't know if I'm just, like so aware of the way i'm being perceived at all times yes i think that's a queer thing yeah probably it is a little bit and also but even like i don't know i was just like i feel like part of my catholic upbringing a little bit was like just like don't make a sound don't be a bark like don't be a bother don't be anything and so like whenever anybody's like i'm like are you are you okay like do you not notice that you're making so much noise right now we're it's kind of the old crotchety man inside of me, but I mean it absolutely is. Oh, I hate to say the p word, but I think there's like privilege involved. Um, the p word, the p privilege. <laughs> People get upset with privilege because it's like, but it is how how nice to just not wonder how you're being perceived on yeah. a in a public space. Yeah, like the train. Yeah, I also noticed it. Okay, well this is tangential, but like also with people not really being aware of the way that they're like in the way. So on certain days when I coach, we're at like this main field in Prospect Park and that's like fully occupied by our all the kids that we coach and stuff. So it clearly looks like this is a soccer program going on. But sometimes we have these like other random parks that we just like do like one-off classes at. Well, it's like a weekly thing, but it's like there's only like two classes going on and it's like at a playground, it's chaos. Like, But then it's like clearly a soccer class and this woman let her baby just like crawl in the field and start playing with things and like get in the goal and just sat there. To the point where I had to be like, can you move her out of the goal? I was like, she's going to get hit. What did this woman say to you? She just kind of like looked at me and smiled when I first like looked down at the baby and then looked up at her. She just kind of like smiled at me. I'm like, we're having a class. Can you move her? No, I hate being remotely inconvenienced or affected by other people. I t- that's incredibly <laughs> You sound annoying. really pleasant. <laughs> I, okay, I texted you this yesterday, but about the train, I don't hate people who dance on the train. I think that's incredible. I think having dreams is incredible. Mm-hmm. Maybe go to an audition. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. 
It what you said so yesterday chaotic. was better. It's not that you don't like you don't dislike the dancers on the train. It's you don't like chaos. I hate all chaos. Yeah. And that baby in the goal is chaos. Okay, so yesterday, and I feel bad about this, it was very uncomfortable, but yesterday I was sitting on the train, and then these people start dancing literally next to my face, and then part of the dance was to try to give me a fist bump. I look at the fist, and I just shake my head, no. Like, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be perceived. I want to shrink into a... I just want to be alone. Leave me alone. Let me be in my life. It's like, I didn't sign up to perform today. And then they say, he doesn't like us. And then I say, no, no I don't. <laughs> and then I just like keep it to myself and was like, leave me be. But it's like, I am. Wow, I, that is your worst nightmare. My worst nightmare. But it goes back. To, and then at the end, they're like, no one got kicked in the face, etc. And I'm like, yeah, Sometimes isn't it's that close. a low bar? Sometimes it's close. And it felt close yesterday. One time I was on the J train during like commuting hours and there were some folks dancing on the train and I was like, this Dancing on the J train the is like time. the height of It's chaos. not the time. It's 7 a.m. People are going to work. Leave yeah, them alone. Yeah, no. Like, really, alone. no. And I, but it goes back to what you were saying, whereas I just want to, I was raised Catholic and also I was raised queer. And so I just don't want to be perceived and I just want everyone to be quiet. I love that that's like another sect of of um, Catholicism is is queer Catholic. Yeah. That's like double make myself small. Yes. Double, double high shame. and aware of what, how we're being mm-hmm. perceived. Oh, shame. Absolutely. Our boys club is shame. <laughs> yeah. Just sum it up in shame. Um, but that was mine for this week. What's yours? Wait, can I do two? Please. Marathoners. Not even people that run the marathon, just the entire organization and establishment. I think that um, we only shut down the city twice a year, one for pride and one for the marathoners of those things. One is natural and the other is gay. So, <laughs> I, I, oh wait, no, I said it wrong. Fantastic <laughs> our voice goes for the live show. I don't know what the punchline of that's going to be. One is natural and the other is, one is unnatural and the other is gay. Okay. That's probably what it should be. One is unnatural and the other's gay. I'm keeping all of that in. Mike Birbiglia working it out. <laughs> What's the pun? I don't know. But then my other one is, wait, do you remember that gym that I went to? And I talked about oh, it on the pod. Oh, I thought you were going to bring this up and I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, this was the gym where I was like, they were trying to recreate a college program so people can feel like life is like isn't... college athletes. Yeah, so they can yeah. feel like they still have something to look forward to in their lives. Um, and so... Drag <laughs> them. They're doing guys night at the gym mm. on Thursday before our live show. Doesn't feel like a coincidence. And yeah, that's a real boys club. So guess the whole night, four classes, only guys. Now this is related to men's health month, but I feel like who couldn't get behind that anyway? You know what I mean? We can cheer for men's health month and have an inclusive class. Yeah. But it's so like that's very chaotic. You know what might be healthy for some men is to have, a co-ed space where they have to learn how to mingle that way. Yes, or move past the binary. Yeah. Like, I, I feel so yeah. woke, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg to say, but it also <laughs> is just like... Famously woke Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Famously it's, gender politics. Actually, I don't know enough about RIP. I don't know. I called my dad and I was like, Dad, this is crazy, right? Because I was just like, try, he's engaged sometimes. I'm like, am I insane? And he's like... He said he didn't feel like it was that crazy. And then I said, but he said, but I do live in a lower consciousness. And I was like, that's wow. so strange to say about yourself. Yeah, but true. Jenna, think more of yourself, man. No, he lives, his, his world is boy girl. I guess so. I mean, he does teach at an all boys school. Yeah. Actually, his, so every day at his school, it's his, guys night. His, <laughs> every day is guys night at the St. Uh, LaSalle College High School for Boys. LaSalle College High School for Boys, of course. You don't have to cut it out because there's so many of them. And 
also Jesus doesn't care. And then, wait, one more thing I was going to say to you. It's also like fascinating because it's like, who's at the gym that's like, you know what? I would be able to press more if there weren't chicks here. Like, it's just a very interesting, strange, it's just strange. Is it like, like there's classes where they're like going to meet each other? I don't know. No, I think it's just like boys being boys. Oh, no girls at the gym. It's so. Yikes. Okay. Well, my business is in decline. Tone house. You cut the first one. <laughs> Tone house. We're learning so much. In Wait, nomad. For the boys at home who are listening in sequence and who have been kept up to date on um, Connor's MSNBC rabbit holes, <laughs> just before I got here, I FaceTimed him, and in the background of the FaceTime, I saw his TV mounted to the wall with MSNBC playing. So I caught him red-handed. Guys, you have got to vote. You have to <laughs> vote. And I'm gonna say something. I tried to, but I didn't register in time, and I'm actually sorry. Wait, really? Yeah. Damn. I know. Bureaucracy. I'm a victim to bureaucracy. And well, I'm sorry. This podcast will come out after the election, so we hope you already voted. And I'm just, we hope that you voted, and I just, I hope that everyone's okay. I voted at my local polling station in New York, and it was so efficient. Wait, really? When I voted in the, in 2020, I was in Georgia. I was living in Georgia at the time, so I voted in Georgia. And, and someone tried to bring you water, and then they said, never mind, and then ran away with it. Did you hear this? No, but that did happen. But no, I was in line for eight hours. Nico. Isn't that crazy? That is eight insane. hours. It was it was a lot. But Wait, I... you're like one of the people that they're going to bring on MSNBC. And then you're going to be like, I was in line for eight hours. Well, I was really, I was going to go home and like be like, maybe I'll come back another day or like do an absentee. Because it was like Wait, during COVID because there was insane. like mailing ballot stuff. But then there were these women in front of me, like these like black women in front of me who were like, we have to stay in line. We have to make this happen. And I was like, okay, if they're going to stay in line this whole time, like I'm going to stay in line too. Like that was, it was very inspiring. Wait, but also, okay, back to that story about the eight hours. That's actually insane. No, it was crazy. That's like, it's so, voter suppression. Yeah. Like voting not. should be so chill. It was voting, in the DMV. Should have known it, it was going to be bad. Voting should be like going to like five below where it's like, this maybe is like a 20 minute trip where it's like not super fun. It's like a little bit janky, but like you're in and you're out. That's you how this was. Yeah. I had the, it was, Eight it also seems so crazy to me still that we just, you bubble in like a Scantron. Yeah. We got to We got to update. We gotta update the voting. Yeah. I'm not the... And this won't be the first or last podcast to say that, but we gotta update the voting. Yeah. For someone who... I talked a lot about Dr. Oz to not vote, and I'm You sorry. did talk a lot about Dr. Oz to not vote. <laughs> I hate um, Dr. Oz. I hate Daphne Oz, and I hate all the people in the Oz family. He looks spooky. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Our guest today is an incredible stand-up comedian. She was featured on uh, one of our recent Boys Club shows. She has... Her show is tonight. If you're listening to this on the day that it drops, her show is tonight at Union Hall at 7. It's at 9.30 p.m. at Union Hall. It's called The Backyard Show. It's so much fun. Her co-host is in town from L.A., so you got to go see it. Uh, boys, please welcome welcome Rebecca Weiser. Hello. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. Of course. My nails match your sweater. They do. Wow. That's so nice. Wait, it's going to be a good is not too late. Our show's at 9.30 p.m. 9.30 p.m. on a Monday. 9.30 doors, 10 p.m. show on mm. a Monday. You know, it's... It's what we got. You it's, know? Yeah, sometimes you got to do you got to do the late slot, but you know what? Yeah. The people that are choosing to be out at that time are choosing to have fun. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what you're. That's what you get. It's gonna be benefit. loose. It's gonna be like Saturday. It's yeah. Gonna be really I feel like people loose. do go to shows that late. Like I would. Yeah. That's not my vibe. Yeah, that's do. not my vibe. They're, like it's getting dark people. at like four. Oh my god! Yeah. Like <laughs> today I was coaching and it was the first time I we had practiced post 
um, yeah. daylight savings, and it was literally four forty-five, and it was getting dark, and I was like, "It is the afternoon." Yeah, and where it's... is it in afternoon? Does it affect your soccer schedule now that the sun goes down? Yeah, we do, we're done at five now instead of six. It's very jarring, and it was also like eighty degrees today, plus so weird. the sunset at four. So it's like <laughs> weird, sexually confused. <laughs> yeah, it was like hot and dark in a yeah, weird way. I know it shouldn't be hot and dark at <laughs> no, four. Like, it should not. It very, should not. It shouldn't be happy hour and yeah. dark and hot out. Yeah, that it can't be, be cold. It should be crisp. Yeah, it does. This is how I imagine LA. Like this, today felt very LA to me. But it's like in LA my winter. head, LA the sun doesn't set in LA till normal times, and I don't know if that's true. I or agree not. with you. And that is something we can look up so easily. We but I'm gonna review. I'm yeah. gonna refuse We're gonna wait until Leanne comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well if you're at the show right now, ask Leanne. Yeah, ask Leanne. Ask Leanne when the sun sets in LA. Wait, does she like LA? She loves LA. Yeah, she's having a great time. Good. Um, shout visit. out Leanne. Um, I have visited. I was in LA last March for a month, and I did a few shows. And you were we there did for a whole month. Yeah, like three weeks, and then I went on like a week vacation to Death Valley and Joshua Tree, which was mm-hmm. very fun. It was like a desert oh, vacation. Yeah. But I really liked LA. I don't know if that's controversial to say, but I am actually. I'm Where pro. Did you stay? I stayed in Los Feliz. I subletted. I oh, had a heaven. car. Um, mm. So I felt very independent. And I. it was also like March in New York City. Like, it's the it's, it's like the worst month. Like yeah. it's like three months of winter, and yeah. it was just so nice to go somewhere beautiful. We're going to New Orleans. Did you book your flight? Wait, I did. Okay, I'm good. on the the comeback flight <laughs> as soon as you. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to New Orleans in February. That's um, amazing for Mardi Gras. That's gonna be so which fun. Is, and it's gonna be so fun. But literally, my first thought was. It's going to be so awesome to be out of New York for a week during yeah. February. Like, when in Feb that are you is going? awesome. Um the 13th or no the 15th or the 18th. Yeah, and That's Maddie so and I are fun. going to Savannah beforehand to see my family. Oh my family. gosh. So it's going to be like a nice and it's going to be it's going to be like this. It's going to be dark at 4 it's and gonna, hot it's out. It's going to be dark and hot. <laughs> yeah. On fat Swampish. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is what in Chicago March was honestly like. And no, March, April, June. No, March, I forgot May. March, April, May, June was literally so sad because you're like, this is supposed to be spring. You're edging. And it's, yes, and it's just <laughs> so dark and so cold and actually icy yeah. for literally, literally, honestly, until Pride. Yeah. Like, Chicago is cold until Pride, and the fact that people live there is crazy. Yeah, Ugh, it's so sad. The first several episodes of this podcast, which came, which we recorded in like February through March, were us just talking about the weather the whole time. Wait, we were really I sad like talking about the weather. Times. I think it's fine. I think it's yeah. okay. It's, I mean, it's it, very important. It's very important, gets a lot of hate. Yeah. Um, but Nico, you're what you were saying about taking up a lot of space mm-hmm. earlier in this very podcast. And if I am also like very self aware about like taking up space and I'm yeah. like very self conscious about that. Um, last Thursday I had to take my roommate to the ER. She's okay, she's okay. But she got hit by a car on her bike. Oh my goodness. She's okay, she's okay, she's fine. But we were like lying there in the ER. She was lying. We weren't both lying. <laughs> she, I was she, cuddling her from behind in the ER. She was um, lying on her back. I was planking on top of her. Um, Wait, you say you took her? I okay, in yeah. Uber. I, so I she got hit on like the like the Gowanus Expressway, which I don't know if you're familiar. It's like a kind of it's like a three or four lane highway. It's an expressway. It's like 
Is it like down to go like down to Sunset Park area? Yeah. Okay. Like I under almost, the bridge. Okay. I almost got hit by a car over there once too. Yeah. Okay. Continue. It the is very scary. The car stopped. Apparently it was like um, like a lesbian couple and one of them is like a famous artist. They stopped. They like waited with her for a little bit, but then they left, which is really weird. Yeah. Um, it's not like good. I don't think it's like illegal, but it's not like what we want. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like it's like frowned upon for um, sure. Sorry that I mentioned pop. that they were lesbian. That's like fine. I'm no, okay about that. It's a detail that's. <laughs> I'm okay about that. No, it's a detail that's relevant to the story. Also, just it painting runs a picture. Social faux pas. Yeah, fascinating. Um, yeah. but anyway, we were in the ER. And there was someone next to us who was just talking so loudly the entire time. Like, like people are experiencing like trauma. Yeah. It was like this drunk guy who like mm. fell and hit his head. Mm. And he said to the nurse, he or no, he was like saying to his friend, he was like, May I please have some fentanyl? <laughs> we were like, oh my god, That's you are funny. so annoying. Are you nervous about fentanyl? Um I am. Like in general or in general? <laughs> in I g- doubt about it. I don't think I it's am. supposed to be. I, I mean, I do like some drugs like very rarely, but like I do, I don't want to feel like I, I have to curb my behavior, but I am yes. worried about fentanyl. I don't do like Coke almost ever. Is that the one? Is it only in Coke? Is it in, also in ketamine? Is it in mushrooms? No. I don't know. I don't think so. mushrooms, not going to be in weed, I would bet. Yeah. Because it'd be like, why does this have dust all over? Wait, my mom's going to be mad. Last time I did mushrooms, I was like, this is so incredible. This must be fentanyl. And then I got really anxious about it. And I was like, I'm doing fentanyl. It was like, babe, you're ruining your mushrooms. That's yeah. so crazy. You're ruining mushrooms. your perfectly good this mushrooms. This must be fentanyl. Like, things can feel good and not be fentanyl. Yeah. Like, that's. I'm thing. having a really good day. Somebody must have put fentanyl on my drink. <laughs> not even how it works. And I think that is the Catholic in me that it's like, if it's too good. Guilt. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, I have that sometimes too where I'm like, I was talking to my therapist about this today where I was like, I feel like I've been having this like long-term anxiety of like, when's it going to get bad? When's it going to get bad? Mm. Just like in oh, general. Because I've just felt like You're waiting for safe in my body for the last mo- year. So yeah. like I feel good again. I don't know. But anyway, so Ugh. like, it's just like, yeah, you're just like waiting. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Anxiety, I guess. He, he said your anxiety has nowhere currently to like really like sink its teeth into. So it's looking for something else. Yeah. Okay. That is fascinating. So uh, that's very interesting. I feel like I'm a very waiting for the other shoe to drop kind of kind of fellow. Like one time when I worked at RX bar, I was like, all my dreams are coming true. I'm working at this influencer marketing job and like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then I was like, what if it doesn't? And then I did get laid off. But before that, it was, and then I really get And that it, was the blessing in disguise. And it which was literally, thank God I got laid off. Thank God they, thank God that happened. I'm trying to think if I can say anything that would upset them right now because I want to. And They're just, like, I think, yeah, I think the goal should be for you to upset every employer you've no, had. No, every time on the podcast, anytime there's an opportunity to be like, to blow a whistle, we blow. Yeah, maybe we're the whistleblowers thank God. after all. <laughs> I feel about Tone House. I'm like, how can I destroy this small business? <laughs> yeah, fuck men's night. That does. I would love to like be a fly on the wall for that event. Absolutely. Though. I'm sure it actually... goes to that. Like, yeah. What kind of men are we attracting to an all men's night? Yeah. Maybe gay. Maybe gay. Even that. Yeah. A little like, gender essentialist. Can't we just? Can't we just 
do a push press and have it just be a push press. You know what I mean? Let it just be a push press. It's not you're not here to meet a husband. Wait, what's a push press? You're not here press? to make a friend. Just a press. Oh. Just a little press. But this is like exactly whenever like transphobes are like, oh, like you guys are so obsessed with gender. It's like you guys are the ones making on an all men's night. <laughs> They're obsessed with gender. So obsessed. obsessed. Yeah. So obsessed in a way that they don't realize, and it's spooky. Okay, wait. I might get in trouble for my job here, so like, but I actually won't. If you're, if you're, I'm obsessed. I the, think do it. I, I think the CEO say the worst thing you can. I think he would agree with me, actually. He DM'd us he, one time. Yeah, and he's incredible, and I love him, and he gave me a hat. So if you're listening, you're the best. Mm. Shout out to Brian, one of the boys. Go, Brian. But back in the day, we would cue springs based on gender and we'd be like if you're a woman you're on this and if you're a man you're on this but i and not to brag this Wait, was five years ago sorry to back you up but what are we doing q springs like telling what people like how much weight to use basically thank you for also asking oh okay. no because uh, you know so, who was wondering my mom in her car was yeah, wondering true. six months from now <gasps> yeah <laughs> only Soph knows my sister goes to his body class and yes, it's one of the boys she but she did fantastic for the boys at home, there's these different, if, correct me if I'm wrong, there's yes. different springs yes. that are different resistance levels that you use on this yes. machine. Okay. Oh my God. And I remember thinking, but I'm a man and my penis is not going to lift this heavy weight. I'm not cueing based on this. This is five years ago. And I was resisting. I was like, absolutely not. So like, but and now I think they got rid of it in general. But it was like, yeah. any like, I don't know, people are obsessed with like dividing boy girl. Yeah, they really they are. Been. They yeah. always have been for at least the last... Five or so years, no, much longer. <laughs> no, much longer. Five yeah. years ago, it really, really hit its head. Um, it really, I mean, probably. I would love to go to the gym with you guys, though. I'd, I'd love for you to teach me how to use springboards. I need someone to hand me a dumbbell. That's a yeah. that we could create. We could take people out to the gym. That would be so fun. So many people, like Issa was once like, she was like, I just, I never like learned how to like lift weights so like i just like wouldn't want to hurt myself don't know what to do we could yeah. teach people yeah i, I would i would be into that that would be fun that's so interesting i don't know that i'm supposed to teach anyone but i can try you we absolutely could i think we know enough about because the big thing would just be like do it with good form and don't do a lot of weight until you feel comfortable yeah yeah so i say this is someone who's usually injured right now my knee last week my wrist there's usually something going on what's wrong with your knee it hurts oh god, <laughs> it feels oh god. open and shut case it hurts wait back to your roommate <laughs> yes how did what was that what was she doing when did she got a comedian no she's a public defender oh my god quite the opposite Crazy. quite the opposite i'd say wow yeah okay. i know impressive um what was your question what was she doing she was i don't know like the specifics of where she was biking and how but she was i think she was like trying to cross the expressway Mm. and like i think she was like i think everything was like kosher but like they just didn't see each other Mm. and it was nighttime um the car wasn't going too fast but she did like hit the windshield and then like fall over and like hit her side and like no broken bones no concussion like she was wearing her helmet thank god um but like she did get like badly bruised on her hip yeah damn that's scary it is scary yeah when i when i like met up with her she was like in a lot of shock yeah that's to have gone over the car like that like hit the window crazy very scary that's Wait, why I, mean, I like bike in the bike lane. Yeah. I'm like, oh, me I'm too. gonna bike in the bike lane, and like, I've had some. I like one day I had like two in a row, like just like dumb decisions by me to like 
you know, the biker in front of you decides to go. So you're like, oh, I guess we're going to go. And right, then it's like, right, well, right. he had enough space. I did not. There's yeah. a car coming. Um, I had, like, two sort of instances like that where I thought I could, like, outmaneuver the stoplights and be like, I'll look and just go. Yeah. And it was, like, two in a row where I was like, okay, I need to I need to really, like, settle down. Yeah. And just, just spike when it's... I'm not in that big of a rush. I was going to a fucking open mic. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. Have you put ever your re- line on the, put your life on the line for the <laughs> yeah, mic for three minutes? Yeah, <laughs> for the grind. At fiction bar. <laughs> Have you ever done the um, revel? Have I ever done what? The revel, the moments. Oh, I haven't. I would actually love to ride one of those with you. I've done Wait, one of the really? scooters in um, like in New Jersey. I've done oh, one of the, the birds. Sc- yeah, mm-hmm. like those are really fun actually. Wait, Did they have those at Elon? They had something similar. Yeah, maybe you'd graduate because I feel like it was my senior year at Wake. They had birds for like a second. Those are yeah. very big. You guys cannot have those. <laughs> they're big in like small cities. Like they're big yeah. in like Austin. They yeah. were big in Europe when I was in this summer when I was in France. They were all over Paris. We limed everywhere. Oh, they're big so in like fun. lame places. They're big in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's actually the perfect city probably for a bird. It's and true. I, I was in month. Indianapolis, yeah, and um, and Chicago. For Only one in month. July. Wait, when were you in Indianapolis? I was in you Indianapolis. No, I had to go there for my job. Mm. Part of my job is working on conferences, and the conference took place in Indianapolis. So I was there marketing? for two weeks. Yeah. Wait for Greek life? Um, no, for um, a nonprofit. So the sister of Greek life. Okay, so both very, to be. We we're both very cause oriented. A lot of Greek organizations have their HQs in India. This is not interesting. Oh really? Yes, in in Indianapolis. For I, is that why? It's gotta be. That's why they put anything in there. There's a lot of stuff that's incorporated in Delaware because of their tax law. Because then Probably all the people too that worked in Greek life HQ after college moved to Indianapolis. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was. It's like. It was okay. It was okay. Like, I mean, if you're gonna move, if you're like, I gotta live in the Midwest, but I can't live in Chicago. Or Minneapolis. Yeah, or Minneapolis. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati. They do actually also. have some pretty cute houses with porches. Yeah. And that I, was something that I I lived liked. in Indianapolis for a year and a half when I was oh. five. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I didn't realize that you've moved around so much. Well, we were in Syracuse, then Indianapolis, then back to Syracuse, then Savannah. My goodness. Wait, cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, because my dad was training for his job for a year and a half. So oh, interesting. Anyway, not that that's cool. Exciting, but no, well, that is exciting. I, I think family moves are exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I my, my family never moved. I was I like what you yes they were their Philadelphia their whole lives. Yeah, me too. And my that's mom went to high school where I went to high school. Wow, which is like so scary. Generational. Yeah. Wait, that's actually where'd you grow up? Um, Lexington, Massachusetts. Cool. Yeah, like suburbs of Boston. Oh no way. Yeah. Wait, you how far? Maybe you've talked to Maddie about this, but how far from Beverly is that? If you know. I don't know. Is. Yeah, I think I Beverly know. is north of Boston. Maybe. I don't know the geography my very mom well. Went to my sister's school. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes, I just wow. realized that, and then my uncles. Her brothers went to like my high school, yeah, and it's so like kind of the same vibe, yeah, yeah. like intergenerational. It is. I mean, schools. I like when I was growing up. I'm like, I was like, you know, not happy. Like, I was like, I hate this place. You said that's so matter of fact that it was like almost felt like a misdirection. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it was not. 
None of us were happy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying it matter-of-factly, because I'm not saying anything, like, crazy. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so it was like, oh, like, I would, I hate this town. Like, I don't want to, I would, I can't ever, like, move back there. But obviously, it's, like, a nice place to grow up and, like, yeah. raise a family. Did you see Palo Alto with James Franco I and Emma did. Roberts? That, to me, well, how old were you when you saw that? Um, Maybe, like, when did it come out? Maybe, like, 20. It came 20. out in 2012. I might have seen it when I was in high school, which is bad, because I was like, this is a perfect relationship. <laughs> I, I saw like, it. this is hot as fuck. <laughs> Literally, I know. And that was before he got canceled. Yeah. But, like, maybe when he was get, getting canceled, like, doing things to get canceled, but, like, yeah, maybe on that movie. But that movie, to me, it's exactly how, what being in high school felt like. Like, it captured this feeling of, like, we have our whole lives in front of us, but right now we really just have to make this work in this yeah. little town. Yeah. And yeah, and it's with this weird like tension between feeling like everything is at your feet, but then also nothing because you're stuck in this little town and you're queer and you're not queer. Well, I don't remember if I know now. I feel like I'm my own pot. But like just to be a Brooklyn comedian is to be some level of strange and different. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So. Yeah. Synonyms for queer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Strange, know. different Brooklyn comedian. You can't get paid. Honestly, the last one is. Yeah, I'm not queer. Comedian. I'm a Brooklyn comedian. <laughs> you can't and get those, on your own. That Venn diagram, almost a circle. Yeah, almost, almost a circle. circle. Yeah. Just like a few slivers on either side. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, I found like high school movies when I was in high school to be like very triggering because I was like, okay, the most triggering show was like Skins. Did you ever mm. watch that? Because I was like, I'm not partying. I'm not like drinking. I'm not like, I'm Did not kissing. Did you have an eating disorder? I didn't. But, but thank you so much for asking. <laughs> Do you remember? Get into it. But Cassie was the OG eating disorder. She was. She girl. was. And I was like, I don't have an eating disorder. <laughs> I'm not living. I'm not interesting. Wait, but Skins brings me to the ultimate voice club that doesn't exist anymore because of the death of YouTube. And it was what are YouTube. You talking about? Like, it's back and better than wait, ever. I but it say. used to be YouTube like. YouTube is dead. <laughs> so, YouTube used to be. I was never a gamer, but I was a, this other thing, which is, I think, even more intense, okay. which is a fan of YouTube compilation videos mm. of just the sad parts of TV shows. Yes. So, they would cut out all the meat, like, all, like, the. the they would cut out the first 45 minutes, yeah. and then it would just be, like, chasing cars while, like, you'd mm. see. Like no the, one... the the biggest hits of Grey's Anatomy, music wise, underneath the saddest scenes yes. from every show. Yes, that was yeah. my favorite part. And it would be like Cassie being like, "I just want my bones to shut out," and just because she's British. And then so it would be like a sad song. Would have known from that accent. <laughs> Her going into an, an an inpatient rehab center to learn to eat food again, normal. Yeah. And it's just like I would literally watch that and be like. I'm so complicated and seen by this girl in England. Oh my god! I yeah. never, I never watched Skins, but I knew it to be like a very mature show. It's like, and that I was like, I don't think I can watch. That. I, okay, yeah, I watched like two episodes, and I was like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's like Euphoria. I feel like of the past. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was like Degrassi no with no limits. It was right. the exact meeting point of Degrassi and Euphoria. But yes. Degrassi, no yes. limits. That's exactly what's Skins. Yeah. Yes, yes. Degrassi yeah. No Limits sounds like a season of Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. This is Degrassi No Limits. I, I never watched any Degrassi either. Oh, I totally you totally missed that. We watched it in health class. Wait, really? The penis bump episode? Not the penis bump episode. <laughs> but um, 
some of them and it was like the old one from like the 70s or 80s or oh, you watched 90s whenever whenever it was made i don't know wait was um, there yeah. like an even older than the one that like drake was on yes there oh. was an og so that was a reboot. The og yeah wow i didn't know that it's been rebooted okay, and so rebooted this and rebooted. is informative it's kind of me. like sesame street in that sense that it just keeps happening there has been an old season of degrassi and we don't know when the sun sets in la this is, <laughs> this is what we're informing but we had a babysitter emily who's now a lawyer in boston and That's she amazing she we, she like put on degrassi and it was the penis pump episode and like i don't think we were ready for that and now yeah we're all gay and so you, you do the math so, so figure it out <laughs> And then my yeah. parents came home and she said, go to bed. She's like, go to bed. This I is had our secret. <laughs> She's like, stop playing with my hair. Go to bed. I had one cool babysitter who would like, we had like a landing that overlooked the living room. Okay, well. Well, no, it was just the way that the house was structured. That you had was, a like, cliff a in your house? <laughs> a cliff. And it was like up the step, but you would go up the stairs from the living if room. If I grew up in the... your house, you know what that would have been? What? A stage. That would have been where oh we did God. the plays. I Absolutely. thought you were going to be, like, a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> a place to die. No. Um, but I would, I would look I would look through the bar. And, of, of course, somebody got their head stuck through the bars at some point. I don't remember which of my siblings it was. Cute. One of my siblings right into the pod. Let me know which one of you it was. But um, Just beautiful eyes peeking through. Yeah, just a whole head. But, anyway, I would, like, I would sneak. She would, like, put on whatever I wanted to watch and would pretend she was watching it on the TV. And then, like, I would watch from up there. And then when my parents came home, she would be, like, I would like know to like run into my room. Oh Wait, my that goodness. is such allyship. Oh, yeah. she was great. She would play like tag with us in the yard and like go all out. She was awesome. That's amazing. That's so nice. And she had this really thick southern accent because oh it was gosh. in Savannah. And she would always go on Friday. She went to something called Fight Night after, which she would say, "I'm going to Fight Night." <laughs> was she was like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, she was probably like, "No, she was in college. She was at the college in Savannah, Armstrong." Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway. So special. So special. Um, should we start asking about some boys clubs? What's a boys club that you're not in? Okay. So a boys club that I'm not in is the boys club of morning people. Oh. Have you guys talked about this already? No. Okay, no. okay, okay. Um, great. Um, yes, but I would like I would like to be a morning person, but I am I have not cracked the ability to we be are in the a same morning boat, my person. Friend. You Absolutely. are, you're Wait, also what who okay. So, I don't think I'm a morning person either, but, like, I think I used to be. Yeah. I think it's something that you can build, but why would you? you I know, because I, mean? I love to sleep. Yeah. But I just, like, I'm obsessed with, like, the TikToks. Like, okay, I've, on my For You page, I've been getting a lot about that 40-year-old man. Do you guys know what I'm talking no. about? <laughs> Wait, is it the guy that lives in Gowanus? Yes, and he wakes up at 3.53. Yes, and he's like, and I went on a 73-mile run. Yeah. All in time to get back and wake up my kids at 6. Yeah. Oh, that was going to be my next question. I was like, well, who else is in the house? No, he's he got has a, a kid and a wife. Oh, they I'm jealous. Access to a pool. They have a friend with a pool. That's I crazy. Seen, but... I haven't seen that one yet. But yeah, he's like, he's scary. He is scary. And it's like, I don't want that, but no. I am like... I love consuming like the TikTok of like my morning routine or mm-hmm. like like how upgrading my morning like changed my life like i'm really into like that brand of media even though i like will not do anything Mm -hmm. about my own behavior to change i know it's so hard it's so hard to get up early and i find that every time like on over the weekend i had to coach really early so i had to get up at six i fucking love being up 
and like when I'm up finally and it's yeah. like that it's like I love being outside at that time of day it's like so refreshing to be up at like kind of around sunrise but it's like I could not get myself to do this on a regular if I wasn't like I have to go to work like yeah. I don't think I would do it yeah it breaks me down emotionally me too like it makes me so my okay when I don't sleep well like when I have to wake up to an alarm period I feel like my emotions get crazy, my appetite gets crazy, and then my emotions because of my appetite get crazy, and then it's just like a total spiral. When you don't wake up because of an alarm? Like when I have to wake up really early to an alarm. Oh, okay. What's okay. like your when baseline I... waking up? Wait, so when I was in Chicago, I was teaching group fitness full time, and I had three mornings where I was, one morning where I was taught at 5.30 and two where I taught at 6 in the morning. Oh my God. And I was still an open mic comedian. And I would, which is incredible because that's someone who's working hard. That and is. Yes. And then so I would literally be at open mics like two in the morning and then wake up at like for a 6 a.m. In an hour. Jesus. And I was such, it was just like a mess. Like I was running around just like, I mean I was 24. So yeah. like whatever. I was a child. But, so, but like still it was just crazy. I don't think That's I can get so that back. so crazy. Yeah. Did you, like, did you enjoy waking up early during no, that time? No, I enjoyed the grind. I yeah. was, like, anything to keep, anything to keep going. Yeah, Whereas like, anything to keep me busy, like, yeah, to keep my mind yes. full and distracted. Yeah. Yes, and then I would pass out midday. I would just, like, completely fall into a nap. Oh, my gosh. Whereas now I, like, kind of, I need, to, we've talked about this. I feel like I'm creatively most productive in the morning. Me too. Yeah. But not, like, six in the morning, like, nine. Yeah. So I'll try to, like wake up, drink coffee, ease into the day, be creative, and then, like, work out and shit later. Don't you have a, an actual job, though? I do, but it's fully remote, so, like, and most of my meetings aren't scheduled earlier than 10. Like, most of them start at, like, 11, so I'm, like... What time do you wake up now? Like, 9 or 10, like, kind of late. What's the issue? The issue... Is that I, I idealize the morning, oh, the, morning routine. the morning person. Yeah. That's it. Okay, I blame TikTok for this. I know. I think it is. And also, like, there is some sort of, like, and this is not an original thought, but there is some sort of, like, moral high ground that comes with being a morning person. It's very, yeah. like, oh, if you, like, stay up late and you sleep in, you're, like, I don't know. There's something that, like, that feels, like, pious about being, like, an early riser, which is, like, obviously not true. Some people just, I think everybody's, like, circadian rhythm is different and like we're all forced to like get up at a certain time because of the way like jobs are start at nine but most people probably where they fall within the 24 hours is different you remember when i said i hate chaos yeah there's one type of chaos that i miss and it's the chaos that it's like it's 4 a.m and you don't have anywhere to be the entire next day and no one knows where you are or including you and you're just like kind of like in this like weird place where it's like the end of the night and like I feel like that's a beautiful type of chaos because it's actually calm yes it's silent it, like, it's the it's only so... time there's silence yes wait and where are you at 4am Bushwick you're, you're like out yes and then but you're like it's like after a night and you're like tomorrow yes. I don't need to exist yes I love that it doesn't that. matter what time you wake up yeah no one's gonna ask for you the next day like that to me was college the whole well the first year the whole first year was that it was a very chaotic time but it was also just like I remember one time I came out of a blackout and I was hitchhiking on the side of the road no Connor oh my god I'm retroactively upset in North Carolina and then I yeah no but it worked fine and yeah clearly I get someone pick me up and throw me off I don't know but I one of the boys and a guardian angel guardian angel my grandfather 
like oh, behind the wheel. God. Yeah. But it was like, but that that is a very specific type of chaos. That's like, that's so cool. That's very skins to be like, yeah. like nowhere to be the next day and like it yeah. does not matter what's happening. Right I now. do love that. I do love that. Whereas I'm like very much like okay, I actually have to work tomorrow. Yeah. I, I, this weekend I said to you I have to work early tomorrow, and you said me too, and I had to work at ten, and you had to work at six. Yeah. So I felt like I was well, both I had... early in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> I should be a person. And at I 10. was I but I was so pissed. I was like. Why are games this early? These kids are not. No, they don't even care about this damn sport. Was the game sport. at six yeah. in the morning? No, it was at eight. But I had to be there by seven fifteen for warm ups, and so I had to leave at six thirty. Steal the bacon. Wait, yeah. I want kids, but I don't want to do all that. I know, but I, I, know. I. So this is to to your point. Yeah. I feel like there's a certain age. I don't know. Like every parent age adult that I know. Like, gets up at 6 and is just, like, up. And I'm like, do you just, like, mm. eventually... I know. forced into it? Do you just become that way? I'm like, when am I going to need less sleep? Because I would love to need less sleep. Yeah. I would love to need less sleep. I, I wish I, like... Like, I, my ideal sleep spot is, like, 10 hours. Like, 9 hours. Which is, like, so much. It's, like... Ooh, I, that is a lot. It's a lot. Like, I wish it could be, like, 7. It would be, like... It would be so much better if it could be seven, but if I get seven, I'm wrecked. When I, before COVID, I would, I was surviving on way less sleep and I was fine. Yeah. Like I. Maybe I should just like, I don't know, change. I literally recently looked up, is there a way to need less sleep? Like, is there a way you can train yourself to need less? I'm on your same wavelength. I'm like begging myself to be able to like, because I'll be up at like, I know I'm like, okay, maybe I should just go to bed at like 11 and whatever. And yeah. then, but sometimes I'm like, but I'm like, want to hang out or want to stay up or want to do whatever. And it's like, but if I push on past midnight, I'm not going to be able to get up that early. To quote Christian Bale. Okay. In Newsies. For a dream Second time run. that he and that role has come up on this podcast. Christian Bale was in Newsies? Context, he was in Newsies. This was before he was... I actually don't know if he's This bad. was before he was Mr. Batman. Batman. Is he canceled? He's Dark Knight. I is don't know. He? he just looks disheveled as hell. Who knows? I don't he know. Like is a he, mess. Is There's he not canceled? a lot of men that age that are he, doing well. He was American yeah. Psycho, right? Was that yeah. him? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know who is, though? Edward Norton. Really high bar for me. Dude, I'm is so bummed. Is he canceled? No, Edward Norton's not. He's, he's so great. hot to me. He's, wait, to yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't tell I'm, anyone. I'm so bummed that we didn't know Kenzie's costume was going to be Marla from Fight Club because we could have gone as a Norton and Brad Pitt. Easily. Uh, that that, wait, that's a perfect costume. We should totally do it next year one day. We are right now doing Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. I could even, I could spike up my hair so easily I have like this. No, but you have such nice hair right now. No, but I'm saying for the costume. I no, know, forever. Like, you have to do it forever. You have to, for the, you have to be Brad Pitt for the rest hair. of your life. Can I actually, not to derail the podcast, but can I You'll show you it. guys what I think I might do with my hair? You should go to Natasha. Her cousin died from the clown killer. And right, from her. John Wayne Gacy. I saw her, when, when I saw her actually today. No one ever, no one noticed. Things just haircut. being said left and right. No <laughs> context. <laughs> I know. Sometimes, sometimes... I was talking to my dad about this, about the way that you will just, like, throw something out where I'm like, I've learned to know what that means, these left turns, but... You so. should go to Natasha. Her sister died from the clown killer. Cousin. Cousin, Thank sorry. God. Once removed. Wait, but Christian Bale in the news, he says, yeah. for a dreamer, night is the only time of day. And I think that is so beautiful and kind of true. That there's, like, a sweet, free chaos to nighttime. 
Yeah. The problem is I'm not a night person either. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a night person. <laughs> you're a mid-afternoon person, and damn if it's not dark in your sweet spot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm 4 p.m. and dark. <laughs> and midnight vibes. Um, when in the day am I happiest? Ugh, that's such a good question. Um, what if that was an icebreaker? Everyone go around and say, uh, you're Wait, I'm actually, I was about to say, you're interested happiest. in everyone's answers. So okay. That is such a strange question. If, does anyone have anything off, off the bat? Um, I think I'm probably, I do like to, when I'm up in my morning, like I love having my coffee in the morning, like that feels very like yeah. fresh start to I the day. I do love that too. I do yeah. love that too. It is nice. Like I love like if it's like a weekend and like you wake up and you have like a slow morning to yourself and then you have like a fun afternoon mm-hmm. activity planned mm-hmm. and you can like watch a TV show or something in the morning. Oh yeah, with morning your morning yeah. TV on the weekend is great. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. When there's nowhere to be, like that's the best. <laughs> Sounds like you just don't want to do it. We love things. to relax. I hate I feel like everyone's always trying to take from us. Yeah. People are always mm-hmm. trying to, everyone's a vampire and it's like let us leave us alone. Yeah. That is how I feel. Leave us alone. We don't want to help you anymore. Fuck he's everybody. Okay. Who specifically are you speaking to right now? Men. I don't want to be pursued Boys anymore. Oh. I'm done being pursued. I pursue. No more I'll, dates. I'll let you know. Yeah, no more dates. Okay. I think that I tried to date and then realized that I actually was good at it and it'll be there when I want to. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's so You're nice a great dater. You're always going on dates. Yeah. Yeah, and usually I am the one that... Because you're one of my I saw you that friends. one time on a date. I saw you Wait, one time wasn't that and I fully asked. fully with my ex? Yeah, and I was like, are you guys on a date? And you were like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, that's why did I ask that? No, 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 but I that's made that uncomfortable. That's on me. And here's the thing. I forgot that I did that to you because I remember doing that in front of a lot of other people. And I, maybe that's a was an annoying personality trait that I had. I think it's I think it's a funny bit. I was obsessed with airing laundry in front of other people. I could never be anything other than what I truly was. It's very hard for me to That's lie. beautiful. Yeah. Like you are like... hard on your sleeve. Yes, but I think you are one of the it's... few people who I would say are like legitimately dating. Like in the sense of like going on dates and like actually like pursuing that actively. Yeah, I do go on dates. I would say Damien's also like that. Of our friends. But, like, a lot of people are, like, yeah. single and, like, looking, but not, like, seriously, like, actually going out on dates. Yeah, doing, like, Which, the like, activity. Which, like, to be dating. fair, I was never one of those people. I was so bad at dating apps. I think I usually end up feeling like, this was fun, but I'm really busy. And I also feel like I really, I, do, I hate emotions. Mm. I have enough emotions for everybody, but I also am like, I don't need someone else. Like, I don't know. Men are too emotional. I want a man with no emotions. No emotions at all. Stoic Pete. I want a stoic person. Pete Buttigieg. I want Pete Buttigieg (laughs) to marry me. No. Would you consider yourself a dater when you were in that zone in your life? Mm. Looking and such. I... I wasn't really I wasn't I wish I had more experience like dating like I hooked up a lot but Mm -hmm. I wasn't like going out on nice dates yeah because I met my boyfriend like the year after college yeah so I wasn't really around like like guys who wanted to go on dates and stuff they were where did you meet we met at a comedy show where 
Um, at Easy Lover. Were you performing? Yeah, it was the first show I was booked on. Okay, so you slayed. I slayed. Yes, that's it's awesome. Once he sees you do comedy, because I feel like that's the biggest, the heart. Like, the yeah, that's what thing. he said. He was like, I thought you were so funny and like pretty, and I was like, okay. Wow, what a champ! Because yeah. I feel like this is a huge win. Not just for you, but for all women in comedy, because I feel like so many of my, like Jesse talks about this all the time, about like how men are constantly getting dates from being a stand-up. Yeah. No, like, no matter how good they are, because women are attracted to that, whereas like, even the funniest women comedians we know, like, just like, don't get that same type of... Right. Because guys are not like, I don't know, but it's awesome that your boyfriend is like, smartly attracted to a funny woman. Like, that's so cool. Wait, what does yeah. he do? He also does comedy. Do um, you know him? Josh Nasser. I don't know if you guys know him. He just got an Instagram for, mm. for, for the first time in his life. Whoa. Where's he from? He was He's... doing the Michael Amber effect before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my media strategy. I know. I'm never going to give any interviews. He was like, should I get an Instagram? And I was like, I get. Like, yeah, I think you should. And then I think he did. you need one for this career. I think so, yeah. Chris Stefano said that today on. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Straight comedian. He's a comedian. He's the straightest comedian <laughs> in the world. And he's like, we need for But he um, does not manage his own Instagram. He is at uh, a point where he's like, I will not go on there. It's bad for my mental health. And someone else manages it for me. That him. is literally my goal. Amazing. Yeah. Is to be able to hire somebody to run my fucking Instagram. So like, That's you, amazing. You do this. And That's all. my career goal. Yeah. What if we found a college kid to do it for $30 a week? You really could do that, is I don't the know thing. If I have like, $30 you could. a week for that. I'm gonna. We're, we're gonna. We'll raise some. Well, maybe if you didn't buy so much avocado toast and lattes, <laughs> <laughs> you could True. have an intern. You could have. You could. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, would be so funny. Do you know that anyone can have an intern? Isn't that crazy? Anyone could have Wait, an that intern. Wait, that such a funny bit to be like, "That's my intern." Yeah. <laughs> I was intern for an, an actor that was like not random, but just like it was just an actor. It's personal assistance experience. Yeah. Which I feel like people yes. it's care resume about. Building. It's resume building. It's a building. fascinating way to see the world to for just sure. follow one person around <laughs> for sure and help them with their hard drive yeah like, it's just interesting <laughs> wow were you helping people with their hard drive yes that makes me nervous for the and hard drive turned, yes I, <laughs> I saw more than i wanted to of course and then okay. he turned what i saw into a book and sold it to people and wow like a picture book yeah picture book yes alan coming is a picture book that's who you work for. <laughs> the late reveal. I figured, and then you said when you were describing that he was just some actor. I was like, oh, maybe it's somebody else. It Wait, fully that's Alan crazy. Yeah. You know every job I've had at this point. I did not know you yeah. worked for him. Yes, that summer I learned so much. Like I learned what a publicist was. The same summer he was at four p four a.m. God knows where, running barefoot through Chelsea. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. What is like that? one time. I was really crazy that summer. I had a relapse that summer. I feel like that was my only relapse. Like, yeah. I have other times where it was, like, a slip. That summer was one where it was like, oh, this is a relapse. Mm-hmm. But I think if I needed to have that. slip, you might as well say, like, yes to New York, you know? <laughs> and I really... Thank I, you. I said, <laughs> yes. But what I was thinking about this the other day, because um, I was blackout on the subway. I almost fall into the tracks now as a sober person. Oh, my God. How did I not fall into the tracks then? I Guardian don't even know. Angel. My grandfather. Same, same guy. My grandfather rolled up in a car and said, away from those tracks. <laughs> Get in, kid. Away from those tracks, sonny. Yeah. Is that what he sounded like? Yeah. Wow. Con. He smoked. So he said, con. Like that. And then he died. Oh. Of lung cancer. It's funny because he was always... My grandpas are also dead. Wait, from lung cancer? No. What am I next? From cancer, cancer, I think. Oh, don't you say 
same guy. Wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if it's the same guy. <laughs> Wait, was if Jerry your grandpa died from lung cancer, <laughs> and your grandpa... Holly, we're like twins. <laughs> More than twins, we're sisters. October 11th, Oreos and peanut butter. Which is like, that's not that weird. They were like, we're so crazy for liking these two yummy things put together. <laughs> yeah. Stupid My grandfather bitches. was overweight, which I think is incredible. But then when he got mm-hmm. cancer, he got chemo, mm-hmm. and he slimmed out, mm. and then he got really skinny. And then once he got skinny, I had an eating disorder at the time. Everyone's like, wait, he and Connor have the same nose. They've always had the same nose. We just couldn't tell because he was overweight. Wow. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. wild. wild. Yeah. What a beautiful way to connect yourself to your grandfather at the end. <laughs> and one is anorexia. The other is chemo. You'll never get which <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Oh my yes. gosh. But I, when he died, I was watching a Goldie Hawn movie. And when my great aunt died in 2005, I was watching a Goldie Hawn movie. Oh my so God. I will not watch any yeah, Goldie don't watch Hawn any movies. I will not fuck with her work. No. Now, what's lucky is. She's killing people. Michael Aber might be mad about this. She's not like she's in. It's not like she's killing it. Yeah, you know Michael what I mean? Michael just had a stroke. So she's an easy person to avoid <laughs> in terms of yeah. her work. Totally. Yeah, totally. I, I wouldn't even probably be able to guess. Is she Was she in uh, Star Wars? No. Okay. But <laughs> Moving she's on. In, she's in like, I actually couldn't even tell you. Who well, did you think she was in Star Wars? Uh, isn't she related to Princess Leia? What's her name? That's um the one who was in that episode of 30 Rock. Um, Who's Princess Leia? Harry. Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Is Carrie Fisher and Goldie Hawn not related at all? <laughs> they're the same vibe. Wait, they're the same vibe in that they What's are. What's Carrie Fisher's mom's name? Debbie Reynolds. Okay, well. <laughs> Debbie Reynolds and Goldie Hawn, not the same person. But, but I'm both... looking up Goldie Hawn. All right, we're looking I, up Goldie Hawn. I gotta see if Wait, Goldie don't, Hawn. Wait, no, don't Google her in this house. Watch. Okay. I, I, oh, she makes me nervous. Okay, I'll wait till I get home. I get wait, it. I get so it. So I literally, so when my, in 2005, February of 2005, I was watching Death Becomes Her, and as I was watching, which is a terrible it's the, movie. It's in the name. Though. I've never seen it. As I was happening, my grandmother, or no, my great aunt, June, died. And then it went in eighth grade, I was watching some movie like The Realtor or something. And then my grandfather died when I was watching it. So now I just don't fuck with Goldie Hawn. That's awful. Yeah. I when, only two movies I've seen of hers. When my grandma died on Halloween, and um, which is spooky. Spooky. And like, I still went out. I still went out that night. Wait, no one faults you. For she that. would have wanted you to, I think. Yeah, I went out and I made out with someone who truly could not care if I lived or died. You gotta. Have, I think that's that's grief, though. That is, that thank is you. Grief. That is yell, grief. Were you like my grandmother died, and there he was like, get in here. I yeah, he, like he was like, come come here, you. If I were dead, I think I would want everybody to still have a nice night. And yeah. it goes back to my not wanting to be an inconvenience anyway. I'd be like, please don't stop on my account. Right. Death of a grandparent. Not to diminish your sadness. No, please. It's so strange because it is such a, a like, it's going to happen. It's the inevitable death you're, uh, like, aware of first. And that you're, yes. like, most okay with. Yeah. Yes. Because you're, like, that's every, because you know people's grandparents have died and things. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, know, it's the first you death know that's like, what happens. You know it's coming. Yeah. 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 
the moment that you meet your grandparents, you like start to slip, let go of them. You have to. Oh my god! If you meet them old. <laughs> the moment you meet your grandparents, you have to start to let them go. They're low key on death's door from the oh moment they enter. Oh my god! I'm putting that in my grandma's next birthday card. <laughs> I met you so old, funny. and I'm looking at you older. Happy my birthday! Other grandmom who died, who was obsessed with Fox News and QVC, and my dad used to go over and just like take all the boxes and mail them back. He's just like taking care of everyone. And, but she, she Only died. Case. And then that summer for the musical, I had to write a letter to the director saying what part I wanted. And it was rent. And I was like, my grandmother just died. So I had like a really strong awareness of death. And this is a play about AIDS. So I feel like I'll be able yeah. to relate to the kids. Yeah. For sure. Why not? The things no. they put theater kids through is insane. Yeah. No high school production has ever been good. True. They've all been bad. Say it. Say it. Open bad. They weren't good. You think Phantom of the Opera was good at Murray and Mercy Academy? No, sure because wasn't. it's Murray and Mercy Academy. We've done a lot of yeah. We've done a lot of problematic theater in my high school. What did you do? So my freshman year of high school, my um, my uh, the theater director did the Tempest, and it was the same year as the Haiti earthquake. So he was like, the tempest, the storm, is going to be the earthquake in Haiti. Oh, God. And it was like That's this so predominantly crazy. white Yeah, it school. often is. <laughs> yeah, it often is. And we were like, um, like, he showed us videos about, like, voodoo and stuff and like it was just so bad and but we were like he had like this such a like cult of personality around him like we all like worship this man like i don't know if you worship sean ray that's like um, sean ray john ray he had a herding dog named henry that was your theater director yes and he had vertiligo which is amazing yeah and we're all like obsessed with like we're obsessed with these men and we'll be like anything you say i will do it was a cut for time sketch that snl did where will ferrell is a theater director who's like putting up the cast list but it's that exact character where he's like this like crazy like theater director guy and all of the students are like fawning over him and like the list the cast list going up it's really yeah funny. it's crazy yeah. it's crazy and like he left when i was a sophomore and like crushing truly like a depression like fell <laughs> on like the students we were like so sad yeah our director in middle school joan teston who left to become a priest in the episcopalian church that's crazy we what a pivot yeah good for her we we're obsessed with her but she's like you could have a couple careers yeah not just one life is long <laughs> yeah and strange and but it is um yeah I, I what i liked about what you said especially is that you said the theater director did the tempest tempest and here's the thing yeah that's right it was for him <laughs> the shows were always for the director it truly was it was never if it were for us then we would have done 42nd street or the music van mm-hmm. right something normal like yeah Susical the musical that was made for kids do yeah. something for kids <laughs> Like, not Phantom of the Opera. I've been saying this. They don't need to make junior musicals. They need to make musicals for kids yes. that they can just do. Honk. That honk. one. Honk, honk Junior. There's even a Honk Junior. Yes. I was in that when I was a freshman in high school. Wow. Our high school, we did The Producers. Okay. Which is, like, kind of fun. Yes. But, but you know, like, mature themes. Yes. Wait, what else did you do? We um They did... The Mystery of Edwin Drood. Okay. Kind of a Wait, deep you had, cut. Like, an intense program. We did. I went to like 
uh, high school where like arts was really like prioritized and like the cool kids were like the acapella kids. Please. <laughs> Wait, what year were you born? We can cut this. 95. Wait, go you on. don't have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly so young. <laughs> I was born in 96 and he was born in 97, so we understand. Wait, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for um, seeing, seeing me in uh, my decrepit form. No. Wait. What else did you do? Um, I went the producer's rent. Um, no, not rent. Um, You're like, I would have said rent first. I agree. You're in town? Wait, very intense program. And then senior year, we did the other very problematic one was Miss Saigon. Wait, your director needs to relax. Do it crazy for really you. Have do. you heard of crazy for you? I would never attack. have because all we did was You're in Town and Miss Wait, Saigon. those were all like crazy musicals. When yeah. When I was in college, I took an acting class as a like, um, like, I don't know, arts requirement that I had to have. And my... <laughs> okay, jock. Jock mode. I had to do my arts requirement. I was like, oh, I'll do an acting class. And then uh, I was, we had to do like two person scenes for our final. So we just like worked on these two person scenes all semester after doing like the building block stuff we did like the second half of the semester was working on these two person scenes and it was me and this other girl and we had to do a scene from doubt are you guys familiar with yeah. doubt? Girl street a priest yeah and i had to be sister aloysius wait <laughs> the is nun. that Girl street i don't know is that amy adams i don't know yes yes it was yes, the I've nun who was like and it was a, such an intense scene it was like she was the mother of the child who was being like uh, molested by the priest and i was the nun but there was like this like racial dynamic going on too where she didn't want i don't know it was like a really intense scene i was like this is my first scene like i should not i should <laughs> like, be doing this just for my requirement yeah like, just like, oh, so i can graduate we, right maybe we do a, a comedy or something yeah or just something, just something a little simpler Did you memorize it we had to but it was yeah, and that was acting a, class i mean that's the that's no, the liberal arts are a lie the liberal arts are bad i think i'm anti-liberal arts okay only I, trade schools wait do you kind of think that I mean, I don't don't think that, but I'm like, trade schools are good. I'm pro-trade schools. I think that what I should have done was learn to edit footage in college. Okay. Things like that. That could have been hot for you. I should have learned to plug podcast mics in. I can see that, like, with, you're, like, in, like, a hat. You're wearing, like, a cool hat. Yeah. And you're doing that. I just feel like our education system is... Anytime. It's so... I, I don't think that they're... The way it's, I don't know, organized right now... Because trade schools would, like, I think, yes, college is overpriced, and, like, there's a lot of people who probably don't want to pay that much for college, and it won't, like, and they'll be in debt, of course, and that's a big problem. But, like, trade schools kind of implies that, like, the only thing you're going into it to learn is a skill that can be monetized and something that you can be, like, a cog in the capitalist machine. Whereas, like, I, my favorite part of college was, like, and this is a privilege, of course, was to be able to, like, read and, like, learn things and have class discussions about, like, shit that has that is not monetizable at all you know so like on the i hope i would anybody who would want that experience i would want them to be able to have it better accessible but also i i agree that i think like learning a skill might be the best way to like in the current economic system we have is probably the best i know i have to read more i have to read a damn book wait i'm part of book take any of those take emily ratchikowski's my body I heard it's actually really good. I'm in Book of the Month Club, but I never read any of them. Oh, isn't All she? Uh, isn't she a model? She's hot. Okay. Isn't she a hot? She's a hot. She's a hot. Okay. She's a hot. She's um, a hot. Speaking of hot girls, what's a boys club you are a part of? Oh my god. 
god. Okay. Um, all right. I don't know if this is going to be like so boring to talk about. It is It is boring by its nature, but I said that, okay, I'm in one, I, I am like, I love spreadsheets. No, I'm not. not. Boring. I, I agree with you. I fucking <laughs> love to put shit in spreadsheets. I think it gives me a sense of like, I don't know. It's just like something organized. The boys club of loving spreadsheets. I'm I'm also like um, interpreting boys club very loosely. Does that That's work? That's what we do. Okay. okay That's okay. what we do here. Wait, that is what this is. Um, can you give an example of spreadsheets that you love? I love Google Sheets. I love a. Oh yeah, of course. I I don't fuck with Excel. Excel. I don't fuck with Excel. No, you're not. For, you're not working at Deloitte. One of my no. exes did some. He was working at a. Um, some like marketing, I don't know, some job where he had to do a lot of Excel. Austin, shout out Austin. Shout out Austin. He had to do a lot of uh, Excel stuff. And he was like, did like an Excel seminar as part of his job. And the Excel seminar leader was like, I know so much about Excel and I know 10% of the capabilities of this thing. Oh my God. Like people don't even know it's all so of the powerful. It's so crazy. Wait, that's like wild. So mine, one that I'm done today is budget. Where I write down everything, every credit card expense that I have. I want to do that, but and I, the reason it's I so write hard. it down is just to do it, just simply to look at it on a spreadsheet because mm-hmm. it's exhilarating. Because it's beautiful. Yes. it can be so beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can make them look so pretty. I have one right now that's books I'm reading, and oh books my God. I want to read. Two that's so tabs. amazing. I do it mostly it. like for my job. I need to like make spreadsheets more. Okay, so like I, in my personal life, I do it a little bit, but like for my job, I do it a bunch, and I just love to like format a spreadsheet, like get all the formulas right, mm-hmm. like. Just make it look really nice and sexy. Get the colors going. You'll do the alternating, like, grayscale, white. Yeah, alternating colors on the rows. Yeah, yeah. I have um, some personal spreadsheets that I use are, like, for tracking, like, shows that, like, in different cities. Mm. If I'm, like, doing, like, outreach for shows, I'll, like, make that into a spreadsheet. Yeah. I was thinking about making a spreadsheet, and this I was a little high when I was thinking about this, but I was like, should I make a spreadsheet of every single show that I know that happens in New York? That would be such a big spreadsheet. I know. but How I, would you organize it? What would be the filters? Uh, probably venue. Yeah. Weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, random. Like frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frequency is a better way to put that. Um, hosts. <gasps> time even, if it's a pretty yeah. standard time. Yeah. That would be so, I mean, people would, like, go apeshit for mm-hmm. that. I would charge a dollar to look. I would do charge a dollar to look at it for 30 seconds or $100 for the screenshot. <laughs> See, me, Issa, and I, when Assassin was going on. You said this to me. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I told you this. Did I tell you this? No. See, me, Issa, and I were trying to get everybody to tell us their Assassin, um targets for the brooklyn for the boys at home who are not brooklyn comedians um there was a game of assassin organized by michelle gold that was uh all the comedians in brooklyn or uh, many of them were playing but we were trying to get everybody's we didn't play but we were trying to get everybody's targets so we could so that we could make the web and then like sell it to people three dollars to look at it for a minute or a hundred dollars for the screenshot. Small business. Yeah. We never ended I up think doing it. I think when you said it to me, you were like three dollars for seven seconds. Seven <laughs> seconds. Wow. I was that was on the first iteration of it. I think we upped it to like three minutes. You workshopped it. Uh, That's uh, good. That's good. I'm glad you didn't settle on that. Yeah. And after um 
truly the first night of us writing things down that we learned we completely forgot to continue it we would always like text and be like should we do this for real and then we just like, kept stopping <laughs> one thing that is similar to excel spreadsheets that i think gets in some more high yeah is to go into your notes app and do the the bubble you do a list with the bubble next to it i and then love when you're done, you the bubble to, like, hit the bubble and it, like a check off the list yes that literally gets me high that mm. gets me so horned up and ready yeah. to go there's something about like um the feeling of efficiency related to either the to-do list or the Excel spreadsheet that is yes. like, oh, we've done it. It's so true. And I love to um, spend so much time organizing something like that instead of just like doing what's on the list. Yes, of course. I'm addicted to that. <laughs> I thought. Do you think? Are you are you obsessed with control? Probably. Yeah. I feel like the budget thing for me is like the world is spinning a million miles towards the sun, and Doctor Oz is our senator yeah what can i do for control i know i can write down all my credit card purchases on the next on a google sheet i know look at them. it is it is about sort of like being able to like parse out your life in a way that feels like you have some sort of control i have like organized like my notes app too mm, uh, like the notes in my notes app so i like can find notes i think it's too late for me to do that i understand i have i understand i do have random like little organizational things like that where i'm like if anybody ever finds this you're gonna be like why the fuck do you have this like why is it organized this much it's like i don't know i was just bored <laughs> or it's, wasting my own time it's a thrill yeah. it's a high it is i'm so with you sometimes wow, i'm so glad i can like search for like words in a joke yeah to find way old sets like i mean like you're like Okay. 2019. I will say, though, the way that I organize, like, jokes and writing is so disorganized. I do not have a good system for that Well, that's that the artist in you, all. probably. That's the art. Thank the you. The creative that in you. That is the creative in me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I guys have, have like, a good, like, joke? When I, okay, I was going to be like, yeah, I do, but now that I think about it, no. Because if you go into my Google thing, there's, like, seven, like, a million different pages that, like, docs that are called yeah. Master Doc. Or my hour, or my solo show, or like whatever. It just supposed to be all my jokes, and it's just like there's like a bunch of different iterations of that. And yeah. it's all disorganized and not full. And I like, have like a morning pages doc that has become like a jokes doc, and then I have like a two hundred page doc called like set stuff where I just like ramble. It's like yeah. jokes because it's like it's like most of what I write like is not going to work. And so it's like I have to just parse through this document to find like the actual joke and that yeah. but it's just like paragraphs of like unusable stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm very disorganized. I think I'm the most disorganized person. Do you you know that? I'm so disorganized. I don't think so. You never miss stuff. Yeah. Why do you feel like you're disorganized? Well, case in point. So tomorrow we were supposed to have a podcast recording, and then I was like, oh, I'm actually booked on a show that I never wrote down anywhere. But that's the only time you've ever done that. <sighs> I know. That happens sometimes. I mean, that's like a one-off like that happens to everybody. Yeah. It's like, where did I, in my brain, did I think that information was going to go? Like, did I think it was going to stay there? Did I think it was just going to float up into the sky? Like, I just, yeah. I yeah. Get, it's weird. I got into this bad habit of checking my phone sometimes while I'm coaching at work, so I'm like out on the field with the kids and I'll just check my phone and I'll read messages and then put it back in my pocket and like whatever not respond or just be like I'll look at that later I always forget that I already opened it I know iMessages needs to have a feature like email where you can do like mark as unread it's so dumb that they don't have that I need to mark it as unread and that's how I ended up ghosting a guy two weeks ago who asked me if I wanted to watch Kill Bill and I 
didn't not want to okay, watch it. Random. I just didn't respond. And I didn't respond because I opened it on a day that I was stressed. It was a day of our 30. I had other things to think about. And it was like, I don't know if I want to watch Kill Bill. I have a 30 minute tonight. I think Kill Bill was the first time I was aware of sex and violence. Then I don't want to watch that with him. <laughs> you know what much. I mean? I just I remember in a block. Seen it. I never saw it, but like I remember there being a cutout of that woman in yellow in a blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. No, we all saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just being like, wait, it's the kind of that's an adult movie, movie, and it's about famous sex cutouts. and violence. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, have you seen Pulp Fiction? No, mm-hmm. you have. Yeah, should we watch it? You both like you like and we're this supposed guy. To watch who, it. who, 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 we being you and Nico. I feel like we're all supposed to take. Yeah, I think you should watch it. Take Adderall and watch Pulp Fiction. We like have to pay attention. Sure, sure, okay. I thought you meant you wanted to be like buzzing. I, okay. And then next time we have Michael Aberon, we can just talk about Pulp Fiction the entire time and bring opinions. No, to but it. sometimes randomly he hasn't seen things, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Like some of the really, he's like he's seen every movie with an actress from the '60s in it. But like some random shit he like. This has is seen. a big Uma Thurman. I think he maybe has. Seen, yeah. I would bet he's seen Pulp I Fiction. I think that's Michael. When you listen to this, write in. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Um, Michael. He texted us today to say he didn't like Christmas with the Cranks. Why did he say that? Because it was on our last episode. Did I talk about Christmas the Christ? Yeah. Did I say it's my favorite movie? Yeah. Christmas movie. <gasps> I love that your movie. your favorite? Is that your I favorite love, Christmas movie? And I love movie? Home Alone. It's a red flag if somebody's favorite movie is a Christmas movie. And they don't specify yeah. that it's their favorite Christmas movie. No. It's not your favorite movie. <laughs> Do you know what my favorite movie is? Um, Christmas with it, the Christ. What That's is it? Wait, let me think. I have Can you never give me seen Christmas hint? with the Christ. 10 Things I Hate. No, but it's how, how to lose, lose a guy, guy in ten, 10 days. days. Oh, I was I was right there with you though. Yeah, ten things I hate about you is a great movie though. I recently watched that again with um, Heath Ledger. It's cra- but it's crazy. It's, is that Julia Stiles? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it's very good. iconic. But it's crazy, don't you think? Like their love story. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I think it's a fun movie. It is. It's really good. But you re- you rewatch all these like old rom coms and you're like, this is so bad. Because I feel like in um, 10 Things I Hate About You, she wants to, like, make out with him, and then he's she's too drunk, and he's like, sorry, I'm not going to, like, do anything with you. You're too drunk. And she's like, you hate me! Yeah. And that's the conflict. And he's like, no, I'm actually, I'm respecting you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like I'm a, so you're like, there could be something Please. more concrete here for there to be, like, conflict about. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not just like a. It's like he was actually not being the bad a good guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we can't be mad at him. Wait, what's your favorite movie? Yeah. <coughs> My favorite movie is Almost Famous with Kate Hudson. Uh, I wasn't I've never that. seen that. It's starring Kate Hudson, Francis McDormand, and Zoe Deschanel. That's amazing. And men, but those those are the stars. Wow. They're the comedic forces behind it. That's like you put every famous woman. On a wheel and spun it three times. <laughs> Wait, you've really never seen almost Kate famous? Hudson, Francis McDormand, Do- Zoe Deschanel. It's an amazing combo. Wait, wow. you've never seen it either? No. Wait, put what? them in a movie, room. Movie, movie night? Movie night? Yeah, we'll have to do it. Wait, I actually, I sincerely think you both. I think it's genius. There's I would so love to watch it. it. Okay, there's, we'll have to watch it. So there are lines in it that I, that are just like I think about every day of my life. Every day of my life. You know what we should do? Because Instead of recording any episodes in December, we just follow up on all of these like things that we're like oh we should do this isn't like how we told ride a bike well that we told rachel coster we go to the beach i did that you didn't so we gotta go i went to a different beach (laughs) yeah yeah but anyway um our last question for you is what is the boys club you would like to see in the world 
Um, this sort of relates to what you guys were just talking about, but I would love to see more like activity based hangouts. Yes. Wait, there's a huge need for this. Go on. People I, are buzzing about this. I, Wait, that's like very yeah common. People S- are broken. People are broken. Specifically what I would like, and it can be anything, but what I was thinking is like when you were like kids and you go to someone's house and you do like arts and crafts. Yeah. I would love to do more like arts and crafts with my friends. Wait, the sober person me like loves this. Yeah. I feel like if I just, I waited long enough and now everyone low-key is wants to be sober too they're like actually you've been right this it's whole so time. true there is a say, huge would... like sober movement online yeah. i'm i'm seeing yeah and i think it's related to the puzzle movement that you're describing yeah i also think it's related to everybody in lockdown drinking so much and then being like i actually can't do this right yeah right and now that we're like in our 20s it does uh, like not i'd say that is the most common not the most common voice because people say it in different ways a common theme is people that want structured fun yeah that is like maybe cerebral or playful yeah in a way that is different than like going to mood ring right and i and i want it to be like self-organized like i don't necessarily like i i would go to a place and like do something there but i also want to like go to my friend's house and like color together yeah like we don't have to pay yeah to do sip and paint Yes, we can we sip can and we can do that at home. Yeah, that's actually pathetic. <laughs> sip and paint is pathetic. No, they do all the work for you. No, yeah, I feel like you just destroyed stuff. sip and paint. Me? Yes, you're like if you live in a lower, if you think that guys' night is okay and boy girls okay, and you go to gender parties and also hit up the sip and paint. Okay, no, <laughs> the boys are doing the boys are doing gym night and the girls are doing sip, sip and, and yes. paint. Okay, but yes, I will yes. say I do love there's a paint and sip and paint on the Lower East Side across from Sesh Comedy Club. Have Sesh, you gone? Sesh has one bathroom that's in the back and like you have to cross the stage to get With to it. One toilet? One bathroom in the back. Yeah, one toilet. You have across to cross the stage, stage to get to it. We need fire codes for this world. It's crazy. But anyway, and so obviously in the middle of the show you don't want to like go. Anyway, so they were like, Oh, you can probably go to the sip and paint across the street and I walked over and I said, I'm a comedian on this show over there and they were like, Please use the bathroom. So Respect That's to sip really and paint. Nice. It was really That's nice because usually That's they're like, good. you gotta buy something. It's like I, I can't buy a whole sip have, and paint. Yeah, you have to, you have to buy forty five dollars. I come back with a Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah that, that looks like sense. everyone else's Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. holding up a different yeah, Mona Lisa. Mine somehow worse, even though we all get the same sketch. No, I've actually never gone to sip and paint. I do think it would be really fun. I don't want to paint the same thing that everyone else is painting, but I'd like it to be more free form. When you're painting, are the lines already there? Yeah, they like draw it for you, and you just paint it in. Right, because you don't want that. You want, like, freedom. What a strange business. But you want it to look nice is what it is. But I am I can do it myself. No, totally. I think there's two types of sipping painters. The artists and the Boys people. and girls. No. <laughs> it's all girls. Boys can paint <laughs> trucks and girls can paint butterflies. Yeah, but you, it's literally like you can just request one of the designs. Or I think you can maybe... I don't know how sipping paint works. But, um... Yes, more activities. I'm absolutely with you on that. Yeah, and I think that's also just me wanting to do, like, more things outside of comedy. <laughs> okay, but I, what I, our biggest learning of this podcast is that people just want structured fun. Yeah. And I is, think that's so fascinating. Are people saying that in yes. other episodes? No, not the same, not as beautifully as you said it, actually, but it Thank has you. been said in other ways. Yeah. But I. That's so, a theme that we're gathering from yeah. the folks we talk to. 
And not to make everyone's boys club about my sobriety, because that would be crazy. And that's ultimately what this podcast is. (laughs) This is just an opportunity for me to remind people that I am sober, except for not from mushrooms. And <laughs> which might be spiked with fentanyl. <laughs> I'm oh, I'm sober from everything except for mushrooms and fentanyl. <laughs> Darn. But but I so when I first got sober though, I think the reason that I leaned so hard into like clipboard activities is because you're like, oh, we're like hanging with these people with a loosely structured activity, and then activity is raising money for kids with cancer. And but still, it was like about like the hang, like we're like hanging mm-hmm. out sober with a job, and I feel like that's kind of like now what people actually do want. Like that's what orientation leading was. Yeah, it was like we're just like hanging and we're wearing matching t-shirts. Exactly, it, and it is also like healing your inner child a little bit too. It's like old nurturing activities from like childhood. Yeah, because it's like those activities were great. You were just like a small version of yourself who didn't know how to be a person yet, or yeah. what kind of friends you wanted to make, and yeah. now you have friends and presumably know a lot more about yourself and you yeah. still want those activities it's like yeah. where did that go that was the good part yeah yeah it reminds me a lot of bittersweet it goes back to the true true and beautiful life the garden of eden moments the tr- perfect and beautiful world the perfect and beautiful <laughs> world <laughs> i'm gonna tattoo that on your stomach because you can never remember it so over the summer i read this book i always called, wanted to be true and beautiful life you go bittersweet which was just about like basically the bittersweet nature of life and how like Mm. we're always kind of aware of our our the end of life and i don't know the the, all the best most heightened moments in life are the ones where you're like are bittersweet yeah i don't know it had something to do with like the connection to like a divine purpose and how and her entry point to this like book was like thinking about why people who like sad music listen to that music a lot more than people who like listen to happy music like don't listen to music as much Mm. anyway all I'd say, I recommend it to Connor. Recommend it to anybody listening. Um, it's really good. But the phrase she uses is that we're searching for the perfect and beautiful world. Like, whatever that means to you. Like, a heaven kind of thing. But you always say, the good and perfect life. The true and beautiful. The true and perfect world. And listen, I don't know what I said. It can be whatever you want it to be. Like, that's no, the whole point. I feel like when I was... There are so many moments from... Okay. I... Everything comes back to either my ex or my alcoholism, and that's the only two things about me that you have to know. But when I, if I were to like pull out the parts of that relationship that I loved, there were these moments that reminded me of being a kid that where I felt really safe. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it'd be like watching TV on a Sunday night, and it's like you actually can do that anywhere with anyone. Like especially now that your TV's mounted to your wall. Except, yeah, yeah, I can literally wow. yes, I can watch MSNBC all damn the damn channels long. stuck on MSNBC, <laughs> but <laughs> you only do MSNBC, and it's like oh, but I think that that goes back to like wanting to play games and shit. It's like yeah, yeah, when we were kids and we felt really safe, and our whole world was just like running around the park and that was it mm-hmm. like and we didn't appreciate it when we were kids and it's like wait now that we're 26 whatever we can like do things like that 20 shh no, I'm just <laughs> imagine man team up. me out because i do feel like that sounds like a horror have movie. you ever played kick the can no, no. my mom manhunt okay i was not into manhunt i'm not into manhunt culture okay sorry no it's okay i just don't like that i don't want to be found i don't want to be i don't want to i don't want to be deceitful by hiding or (laughs) (laughs) that is the problem fair it is ultimately a deceitful game yeah yeah i don't like i'm thinking like badminton yes things like that i'm not talking about too crazy games i like kickball because i think that's a pretty fun user-friendly sport doesn't manhunt sound like a horror movie yeah yeah Yeah, we don't play manhunt ghost in the graveyard run 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 (sighs) nah one o'clock we don't have a trampoline did you ever play um 
Did you ever play that game where where you're looking for one person who's hiding and when you find sardines. them, you hide. sardines? Yes, sardines is Sard- fun. Reverse sardines. Oh. Sardines I don't like steals. that because it's also deceitful. <laughs> True. Okay. I love anything where there's community. Where you get a team. It is kind of fun when you learn about sardines and you're like, oh my god, reverse hide and seek. That's fucking crazy. And when yeah. you find them, you get to hang out and talk. Yeah. And grow bonds. It's also I so guess. much more fun to be the but one you have person to, hiding than You the one have to seeking. search by yourself. And to me, hanging out isn't about going on an individual journey away from people. It's about going on an individual journey with people. Okay. It's not Whoa. the Odyssey. It's... Does this make sense? That's it. That was beautiful. That is beautiful. But you're right. You're so gonna what? think about that for the rest. It's of the It's not night. the Odyssey. It's something else. Something with the team. It's, it's not the Odyssey. It's remember the Titans. It's, remember it's not the Titans. Th- sure. It's the Titans. <gasps> sure. It's Teen Titans. Teen Titans. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do this at McCarran Park. Probably get arrested, but gonna do this at McCarran Park. That sounds good. Yeah. And I'll bring stuff for friendship bracelets. Hell yeah. Coach Nico presents and Rebecca's unath- unathletic, unathletic little guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Um, amazing. Rebecca, would you like to plug your socials before we go? Sure. It is at Rebwise, R-E-B-W-E-I-S on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Your tweets crack me up too. So oh, thank follow you. everywhere. Twitter but is dying. Thank no, you. Twitter is dying, but while it's there, go check the tweets. Um, all right, we'll get out of here on a smooch. One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.